comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Australia, 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 we love you. Amen. Episode 328. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Based on a true story. Frank, I was expecting a Frank. I was expecting a Frank. Hmm. Once again, he has uh, taken off. 100% actually. With this, no notice. This episode will not be 100% Frank free. Have we got. But listen to this. <laughs> you know, it's really a funny story. Well, you know. Uh, it's, at least half of it is. I wouldn't call it funny. It's yeah. it's actually very embarrassing for my for me. I don't know. I, I don't know what. Yeah, it, I don't know. Embarrassing. I don't know about that. This whole thing has made me question my sanity. Look at the George. I don't understand what's up here. <clears throat> it's always fine heading north. Now I don't know if there's uh, some kind of traffical activity up there or not. Yeah. We are on our way to a Rangers game, dear listener. And uh, yes, it's the Texas Rangers, uh, not the New York uh, Rangers. That would be hockey, and their season is over. So you are silly for even thinking it. Um, the Rangers are starting the uh, the wonderful uh, rookie Justin Grimm tonight with a seven and five record and an ERA a little over three. Uh, I expect uh, that the Rangers are going to have to score some runs to keep up with them. But uh, that's not really why we're here, is it? Now we're here to uh, give you an intro to today's. Episode, Episode 328. Yes. What you're hearing now is the intro to the meat of the program. Mm-hmm. And the meat of the program was recorded two days ago. Yeah, what really happened was I convinced Brad that the episode wasn't <coughs> long enough, which is kind of what I'm here for. Technically, it wasn't as long as some of our normal ones. Right. Well, it wasn't 90 minutes wasted. So <laughs> I said, let's flesh this out a little bit. Let's let's provide uh, what barely passes for content. And, uh, you know, just take a chance that we're going to bore our listeners to death with this. You know that ragweed allergy cough that I get in the fall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's back now, but apparently ragweed is not out yet. So this is just a regular grass allergy. Okay. Or, uh, it's back and I got the steroid shot that gets rid of it. Uh, yesterday, and I was really hoping that the cough would be gone by today. I wonder you've been driving so fast and flipping off other <clears throat> motorists. Yes. So, what you're about to so hear angry these is days. the first version of episode 328. And by now, some of you probably have heard the news that I reported. I'm going to take full responsibility for this, because I had the equipment. It was in my possession. I reported it stolen because it went missing the last time well you're going to hear all of this here in a few minutes but we're introducing this because we're going to come back when you're done listening to the first version of 328 we're going to come back and tell you what really happened so please enjoy the next 45 50 minutes or so of what uh pretty much amounts to only speculation i can't uh, wait You've heard it. How is this going to end? How is the story going to end? Uh, so, enjoy. They don't give me headphones. I don't actually hear the show. And that's why Callum Reevy is the greatest guy in the world. Yes. Yes, well, he is. <laughs> it's weird, though, because apparently... Um, I don't know if he's got some kind of superpower or something, but his voice cannot be recorded 
it's it's odd it, how that happens. Yes. Um, you know, you we recorded two episodes of the guy, and we go back to listen to him, and they're just not there. They're not there. No. You know how I was gonna you know, I was so, gonna offer to start so, so, the show like you do. Uh huh. And I was gonna come out and say, and that's when I discovered that all of our podcast equipment had been stolen. <laughs> Maybe you should just start there. Brad, what happened? Why are we using this crappy recorder? Where's our... That's like <laughs> crappy recorder. As opposed to a nice mixer. Let's put it this way. This is, this is like option D for recording. <laughs> what did y'all do last Sunday? Oh, last Sunday? Let's see. Um, I'm pretty certain I was running errands and uh, probably grabbed dinner with someone. No, that's not what you did. Oh, what I do? You recorded with Callum Reedy. You recorded two wonderful... That's right. Two wonderful... <laughs> yes. We right. all recorded. Like, I'm still trying to work through all the soda pops and stuff that we bought. And the sugar. Oh, yeah, I just right. came down yeah. off the sugar. Uh, we uh, we recorded two oh, wonderful... Right. You, you totally ep- fell off the wagon yeah. last Sunday. We recorded two wonderful episodes with Callum Reevy. The great Callum Reevy. The Australian. From Australia. Right. We love you, amen. Where'd Frank go? I want to go get some soda. Yeah, there's soda. cold pops in the fridge. I'm sorry, there's no room temperature ones. Frank got up to go get him a cold Woo-hoo! pop. I'm good. Got that one. No, yeah. it's got sugar in it. No, I'm good. Real live sugar. So, after we were done recording, right? Our podcast equipment is Boy. is kept in two big black suitcase-looking plastic right. deals well, with handles, right? Black. Two black suitcase deals that just happen to be black. Let's right. Say I mean, that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it doesn't matter. They, they could have been white. Yeah. It could have been red. Right. Brown. But they're black. Right. They just happen to be black. Yeah. They were stealth suitcases. It, it took you a couple of days to realize they weren't there. Right. right. So, and when we were done recording, Frank carried one out. Bill carried one out. We put them in the back of my truck. I took Callum to his wife, who was visiting her cousin... In Frisco. Prosper? Prosper, thank you. Either way. I drove home. It was about 10.30. No, that's fine. It was 10.30. I went directly to bed because I was exhausted. Okay? It was a long day. There there was a lot of kids. Podcast equipment and the six-foot table that I brought over. Yeah. In the back of the truck, locked up. Yes, I I definitely remember that. And you you locked it up. You always locked it up. I always locked the back of my truck. Monday morning, I went to work with my dad. He needed some help. Okay. I'm, you know, still looking for a job. I went to work with my dad. Truck remained in front of my house. Okay. Uh, Monday afternoon, I get home. I go pick my daughter up and take her to a movie in her hometown. Cool. Okay. I come home. It's 10, 30, 11 again. We went to see World War Z. Oh, okay. Uh, I came home. It was. I'm exhausted. I went directly to bed. Stuff still in the truck. Now, do you know it was still in the truck at that time? Had you looked at it? Or the last just... time I had seen the stuff mm-hmm. was when we locked it up Monday, Sunday night. Okay. Okay. I haven't opened my truck since. Tuesday morning, Dad needed help. I went to work with him. Tuesday, after, the truck remained in front of the house. Tuesday, I come home. I take my nephew to the town uh, next to mine. We parked in a parking garage for about an hour in the town center, the shopping square okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did a little shopping, a little, dis- you know, having hanging out with Uncle Nephew time. Come back to my house. Truck stays in front of the house from about 5 p.m. till Wednesday at noon. I go out to the truck, unlock it. Yes. Because... I have to rearrange some things and put some things in there. I open the back of the truck. I pull out the six-foot table. Yeah. And put it up. I close the tailgate, lock it. Then... You had the, the, the suitcase. The stealth suitcases were on top of the six-foot uh, table. Was when, that where... When we, when we put them into the truck Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. I opened it. Never thought... It was never... I wasn't thinking podcast... Um... Right. The reason I had to open the truck was because the te- the the front of the tail. I'm sorry. The front of the bed opens up into the actual back seat of yes. the truck. So I wanted to put that wall back up. But the only way to do that was to remove the long table. So I removed the long table. Okay. Then I was able to put the the front of the bed of the truck, fold it back up into place, so people could actually sit in my back seat of my truck. Okay. So 
I go in. Not once did I ever think about podcast equipment because all I'm doing is removing the table. Yeah. If I remove the table, I can move everything. So we drive four miles, me and my nephew. I'm on a schedule to get him home. He's got places to be. I go to the gas station four miles away to gas up because I'm out. And I walk around the back of the truck. My tailgate is open. Yeah. Okay. So that story goes on pause. I back up a week and a half. I was walking behind my truck. I grabbed my tailgate for whatever reason, just subconsciously or whatever. Habit. Habit. It comes open. It's locked. It comes open. I'm like, what's going on here? So I pick it up. I pick it up, shut it. I pull on it. It comes open again. I'm looking. It shows locked, which is strange. I unlock it. I close it hard. I lock it. Yank on it. Stays shut. Oh, okay. So, you know, week and a half before all this, my tailgate was experiencing issues. Staying shut issues. Experiencing lock failure issues. Yes. Yes. So, I get to the gas station. They notice tailgate's open. I look inside and immediately think podcast equipment because I haven't thought about removing it. Okay. And the tailgate just came open on its own while you were driving. It came open while I was, because okay. when I removed the six-foot table, I shut it, locked it. Yeah. I pulled on it, staying shut. I got four miles away. It had opened. It had come open. Ugh. So there's an issue with my tailgate. But then I thought... Um, Did you run over some railroad tracks or like a hobo or anything? I mean, no, no hobos. Would have caused the car to jolt and jostle violently? I don't know. So, long I'm, story short. I'm glad you didn't hit a hobo. Long story short. I'm not. Hobos. <coughs> the uh, route I took from my house to the gas station was checked three, four times by three different people on behalf of me because I couldn't go home. I had to go take my cousin somewhere my nephew that's so selfish of him i know but it was checked multiple times within the hour no within a half hour okay thinking maybe the equipment fell out well the bot the bottom of my bed of my truck has a corrugated yeah it's a rubber mat yeah it's a serious rubber mat i mean nothing ever falls out nothing it won't nothing slides around in there nothing moves everything that was in the back of my truck except for the podcast equipment, was still in the bed of the truck. Nothing had slid out. Nothing moves on that mat. So I thought, maybe it happened this time. Well, like I said, the route was checked multiple times by multiple people on my behalf. Nothing. No podcast equipment strewn across the, the street, any of the streets I drove. Nothing in the ditch. Nothing. And I'm thinking, when I opened it at my house... To remove the table. If I had seen the podcast equipment, I would have pulled it out too. Yeah, okay. But it never registered, hey, there's your podcast equipment, remove it. Okay. And this was after the trip to the South Lake Town Square or whatever. Yeah, this was the next day. Okay. So, long story short, somewhere between Sunday night when I got home at 10.30 p.m. and Wednesday at 1 p.m., the podcast equipment was stolen from the back of my truck. So you think, like, teenage punks were going around <coughs> just checking doors in South Lake to see if car doors were open or something? There is a organized ring of car thieves that okay. patrol the, the towns and cities that I live in and around. Oh, good. Uh, the Keller Police Department verified that. And I had first heard about that from the 24-hour fitness that I work out at yeah. in South Lake, one town over. Uh, there's signs all over the place. There have been thefts in our parking lot. Don't leave any of your valuables in, you know, within sight. It's an yeah. organized crime ring that, that goes from town to town looking for opportunities. Point. Now, on another side note, I know that my Chevrolet Avalanche and probably other Chevrolet Avalanches can be unlocked with other Chevrolet Avalanche keys. It has happened in front of me before when I've locked my keys in, the, in my truck at a convention of all places. I called a locksmith. He came. I expected some crazy equipment. He yeah. just pulled out a ring of keys. Expecting a Slim Jim that's yeah. open or he something? Yeah, he pulled out a ring of keys. I said, that looks like an avalanche key. He goes, oh, it is. He pulls it in, holds his tongue a certain way, kind of jimmies and wiggles, and unlocks my truck for me. 
Jeez. Jordan from Jersey has unlocked his parents. I'm sorry, unlocked a similar looking suburban. Okay. I think it was a suburban. It was a GM car, okay. much like the Avalanche. With his parents' key, he he went to the wrong car in the parking lot. Whoa! And opened somebody else's nice. GM vehicle with his parents' key. Realized this is not my parents' car. <laughs> so so it's, it's happened to more than one person. So knowing no Jordan, I mean, certainly he rifled through the glove box. Yes, I'm sure he did. Okay. So, long story short, somewhere between Sunday night, 11 p.m., Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m., somebody opened the back of my truck and took my stuff. Our stuff. Our podcast stuff. Any other stuff missing besides the podcast? Nothing. Okay. Just the two big black suitcases. Man, it I'm... could have happened in the parking lot in Hickory Creek at the movie theater Yeah. when I was there with my daughter watching World War Z. Punk kids. Could have happened in the hour that it was parked in the parking garage in South Lake. Punk kids. Or in front of my house in the middle of the night. Or Russian gangsters. Yeah. It, so, somewhere in all that, our podcast on. The kicker is that our portable recorder that we record our episodes to... That's the Zoom H4N for those of you uh, keeping... Zoom H2. Oh, uh, H2. I, hate, I hate to be that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> hey! The Zoom H2 <laughs> was... Now you're that guy. In the... I thought I was that guy. Was in the... Uh, <laughs> one of the big black boxes. Uh, Inside the Zoom H2. Yeah. Two of our best episodes we've ever recorded. I would say I would agree with that. With Callum Reevy. Okay, I, I Australian. I, the time traveler was here in the Bill McGonnell Studios. I've I, I've got to admit something now. What? Okay. I felt like my performance on both episodes last Sunday was subpar. So I contracted with some Russian gangsters to steal the equipment knowing that uh, sorry. Knowing that sorry. That my poor performance would not be reflected uh, in, in perpetuity on the internet, where nothing ever leaves. I'm upset about somebody stealing our stuff, but I'm more upset that we don't have those two episodes that we those recorded. Were, those well, were and what's amazing is okay, we've episodes. we've lost what four episodes yeah. due in to the mechanical six years we've troubles. done due to technical yeah. issues. But what? But what? Those those episodes. None of those episodes were just us sitting around like this and going, I don't know what do we do for the next half hour. I mean, those, I'm trying to remember what the fourth one was, but two of them were obviously one the, was the interview with the great M. Callum Reevy, uh, one uh, of them was Johnny M, and then yeah. one of them was a freaking Ethan Van Skyver episode. Yeah. So. I mean, what, what's the deal? Okay, so Ethan Van Skyver and the, and the cat from Australia, that's when we lose an episode. We, we don't lose an episode, it's just us sitting around shooting it. Now, no. the first thing I did no. upon discovering, well, the second thing I did upon discovering them stolen was I called Bill McGonnell and said I know that you guys carried my our equipment out to yeah. my truck but is that a figment of my imagination or my is this are, are my big black suitcases still here and I of course my, they weren't and my heart sank because I said no definitely not here they're not anywhere in the house they're you know we've all experienced this we go I gotta do this thing yeah and we go to do this thing and realize, wait a minute, I've already done this thing. How come I don't remember doing this thing? So I was hoping against hope yes. that I had taken the big black suitcases into the house and I just didn't remember doing it. And you certainly, that was absolutely the right thing to do, was to just just triple check yeah. you know, the, the easy things and make sure. And isn't it weird how you almost, you almost go into this weird like dream state where it's like, wasn't it, I thought it was this and it's, but... It's kind of really like that. And it's kind of like the way Bill was a couple of episodes ago when he was sure that Prince was saying in the second <laughs> Batman movie. Yeah, That's exactly be. what you're describing. I'm still looking for uh, for proof, by the way. Mike uh, Schwartz, yes. backs me up. Okay, all right. Well, if someone has seen Batman, uh, the uh, whatever the second Batman, Batman movie Returns, was, Batman Returns, I've seen it. If somebody has seen that movie within the last say ten okay. years, you've seen it more recently than I have, okay. and I should trust you on that. But yeah, it was the same thing. Uh, about six months after we moved in uh, to the, the house the house we're in now, I step out one night, and it's about 1.30, and I'm going to get something out of my car. I'm, I'm wearing a pair of shorts, and that's it, because it's a summer night, you know. And again, it's that, that whole, that whole, I kind of thought it was this way, but I'm willing to accept the fact that it's not, 
and you're just kind of in this weird kind of almost altered state where it's like I I thought the world spun counterclockwise instead of spinning clockwise and I guess I just have to realize that it's always been like that I just need to realize it and you know everything will be fine if I can just get my head wrapped around this this concept which I was completely 180 degrees on 30 seconds ago but so I step out on the porch and again it's like 1 30 at night it's like Saturday evening and my car is parked out in the front curb as it as it you know as it always was back in those days um and I step out on the porch porch light is on um I kind of you know casually look over at my car because that's the, the direction I'm heading and the tailgate's up and I think to myself well, that's weird and so, you know, your first instinct is not to go, oh, skullduggery, you know, evil is afoot here. You know, your first instinct is to go, what, I don't, what, did I leave that open? What, huh? I, my, my worldview is being shaken right now because I, I, I'm sure I didn't leave the tailgate open, but, oh, well, I guess something happened. I must have. I mean, it's definitely something I did. And then I see a shadowy black figure run away from the back uh, rear quarter of the car. And... And so my first instinct, like a dope, is to is to pull out my German Shepherd voice, yell "Hey!" at him, and I take off after him. He ends up dropping. He's got uh, he's got like a garbage bag slung over one shoulder, and my backpack slung over the other. Which I know for a fact that my backpack uh, I had a Gold's Gym membership at the time, and the only thing I used that backpack for was I would keep clothes to change in. So I might have had like a towel and a pair of shorts and some socks or something in it. So I knew there was nothing valuable in it, but but I, I like an idiot, I chased this guy. It's my first reaction, and the guy ends up dropping the bag, and I go, hey, what you doing, man? And the guy goes, I dropped your bag, man. And then he takes off around the side of this house towards the alley uh, behind the house on the other side of the street. And I get to the side of the house. He clears around the back of the house, starts running in the alley, and I think to myself, maybe I should stop. Yeah. You know, because <clears throat> I'm, like, wearing nothing but shorts, and I don't know if I want to corner this guy, whoever he is. Um, Let's face it, you're not Brock Sally. I used to be. I'm not now. Um, I mean, I've never had a mullet. So. And I've never been blonde. Okay, and I'm not six foot six. Okay. All right, you're right. I've never been Brock Samson. But the point is that that my first impression wasn't, I'm being ripped off. My first impression was, that's weird. I don't remember leaving that open. So that's what I was hoping that I would experience. And of course, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, there have been. And you're just one of several I've heard over the past maybe two weeks of cars getting broken into, just friends. But see, well, and all I know, the there's there's some kind of epidemic going on right now, and maybe it's a good thing that I drive a 15 year old car that's an absolute beater, um, because why you'd want to break into my car, I have no idea. Um, that's clearly part of my security system. But I went to uh, uh, my favorite disc golf course yesterday. It's over in Carrollton. Um, which is a, there's nothing wrong with that part of town. It's not slums by any means. You know, I, I don't know how many hobos or vagrants are around there, but I pull up into the parking lot and, uh, it's 645 maybe. I'm going to start playing a little four seven. I'm going to get done a little four eight. No problem. And I pull up into the parking lot and there's two cars there. There's only two cars. I expected, I expected a full load. I expected to have to like wait for people or join up with a group or something. Cause I figured there was going to be hordes of people there. And there were two cars there, period. And there's a police officer talking with the people in one of the two cars. And it's like, huh, I wonder if they could be getting busted for beer on the course or whatever. And the cop ends up leaving. I go over to talk to the people. And um, the uh, I go to talk to the, the people, and they go, man, um, look out, because our car just got broken into mm-hmm. And the car next to them, the two cars in the parking lot, both those cars had their uh, had their passenger side windows broken out. Um, the the guys in the other car, it was, it was a couple of guys, they were like finishing hole 18 and walking up as we spoke. And, and somehow they already knew that their car had gotten broken into. But um, the second car uh, that got broken into, the two guys, um, they had a set of golf clubs in the back, didn't get touched. Guy said he had his wallet on his they had a wallet in his seat, didn't get taken. What got taken was uh, they opened his glove box and then they took like a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. 
So they left the golf clubs and they left the wallet. And it's almost like, it's like, is, is it a prank? Yeah. I mean, is it just yeah. a couple kids looking for a lark? Hey, you know, or is it like some kind of gang initiative? Hey, just go, go break into a couple cars. Take anything. We don't care. Just, you know, some kind of gang initiation or something. I don't know. But, but it, it, it had me off my game all last night because you can't see your car for about, for about two-thirds of the time you're playing. Um, you know, holes one, two, three, four, 16, 17, 18, uh, or 17, 18, you can see your car. The rest of the time, you're kind of around a bend. And so the whole time, I, I, uh, I took my, uh, took the faceplate off my stereo and stashed it. And, you know, I made sure I, like, put my hat, you know, the, I, I put whatever I thought might lure somebody into my car in the trunk or in the glove box. And, you know, I took, uh, I took my garage door opener with me, <laughs> you know, and my wallet just in case. <laughs> but uh but yeah that that really weirded me out and when i came back um um uh, luckily about the second or third hole as i can still you know, you're kind of wrapping around the parking lot and two or three or four more cars showed up to play after me so i knew that you know okay good there's a beamer there's a uh, kind of tricked out volkswagen there's another decent looking car so so there's more attractive cars yeah so that, okay. that's uh that, that's my my number one um hint to those of you who have motor vehicles is always parked next to a car nicer than yours if you think there's any chance it might get broken into. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's simply opportunity, you know. The, the vast majority of crimes are crimes of opportunity. You so know? that may be why they didn't take the, um, that guy's other valuable stuff. I mean, when you're working fast, and tough, I bet you these kids were walking or something, and so carrying golf clubs would be a little too awkward. Yeah. But a wallet. I mean, the guy said his wallet was on the seat of his car. It wasn't even. It wasn't even under the seat or in the glove box or, or better yet, well, in maybe his they bag. flipped it open real quick, saw no cash, and just left. Well, it and I've already. I've always been kind of paranoid about that for no particular reason. I mean, my car has only got broken into one time in my life, um, and that was because uh, the professor left her purse on the floorboard of our car, where you just you know, there's. I don't have blacked out windows or anything. You just walk up and it's like, oh, hey, there's a purse. Smash. I'll take it. Thank you. Uh, that happened like 10 years ago. Well, probably seven or eight years ago. But, um, um, so yeah, I just, I think that the vast majority of crimes of opportunity, I mean, the, the, the whole thing for me is just, just make your, make your car, your house, whatever, less attractive. You know, it's like, you know, home security system, a thief will go, oh, ADT sign, whatever. But if they hear a dog, they, you know, I'll go hit the next house. You know, so, you know, criminals, much like Batman has taught us, are oftentimes uh, cowardly uh-huh. and they're looking for easy opportunity you know they're not looking to actually expend effort and and risk being caught you know um i mean i kind of wonder half the time if it's just hey it's a lark it's fun let's go steal something well it makes me sick to my stomach you know i feel violated and i just you know the mixers bought us the, the listeners bought us that mixer and it's gone yeah. that that ir- that makes me oh. so angry. Ice cream truck. Really cool. That's Yay! Cool. You hear it? So I, I immediately I called Callum Reevy that night. I told him what happened. He was very kind and generous. And the next day, I went. I found pictures on Facebook of all of our equipment. I printed them out. I still had the boxes for the mixer and the Zoom. I scanned the serial numbers and all that information that's on the outside of the box. I had all this information. I went to Keller Police Department, filed a report. He told me that I didn't need to go to the other cities because this information would end up being in the database that all the local cities share. Oh, good. Um, And not to bother going to pawn shops for 14 days because they are required by law to hold merchandise for 14 days before they put it out for sale. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So... I've got a police report filed. I know Frank had been looking on Craigslist for some of our, for those two items. And like I said, I, the mixer, you know, it's, it's sad and it, it pisses me off that somebody would take that from us when, you know, it was given to us by the generosity of our listeners. So, well, and there's no way that whoever, whoever hoisted them out of the back of your truck took a look at what was in the suitcases. They just, they opened the door, you know, they, they just, they're walking along, trying people's car doors, seeing if they were open, crime of opportunity. 
they they tried the latch on your on your pickup truck. It came open. They went, ooh, let's see what's inside. Oh, two black suitcases. Grab. Let's go. Yeah. So I they, obviously, they, they, they had no idea what was in there. I obviously have to uh, go to the Chevy dealership and have them look at the yeah the lock on the, my tailgate. Well, so. give give the Chevy dealership a bill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, that was like uh, sixty bucks for the cables and uh, as a. You know, two hundred some odd dollar mixer. And, I, I uh, calculated about about six hundred dollars worth of stuff. Okay, including the mixer, the microphones, the Zoom, uh, microphone stands, headphones, yeah. all the various cables and the sundries, um, and Tony the timer, and wow. and reverse flash. Gosh, I actually dang I'm, it. I'm pretty sad about Tony. Yeah. Because well, we were talking about him the other day about, like, he doesn't get used much anymore. Yeah, I know. But I Facebooked and tweeted about it, and since then, I've had four generous offers of, you can borrow my mixer or you can have this mixer. That is... Um, so, soon, I hope, we'll be up and running with some... And, and we still have the, the old backup equipment mm-hmm. from the shack when we started seven yes. years ago. Right. They brought that I believe that, that seven years ago? I know, that's crazy. Or six years ago. It works now. great. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, but yeah. uh, anyway. But isn't that amazing? I mean, okay, so that that can lead us into talking about what an amazing every single time I think about it, it I just kind of shake my head and go, You've got to be kidding me. That these these three goofy idiots, the ones who are talking into the mic and you the listener right now, um how you can fashion, you know, a community that, that may not be huge, but is almost literally worldwide because we sit down and we invite people to sit around the kitchen table with us and, uh, you know, to yell back at us that we're idiots or to agree with us or to uh, take our advice and not see that movie or, you know, just, it's just, I, I, I don't think I will ever stop being amazed at how decent people are out there and how we, you know, we went out to dinner to see, you know, the great Liz Hill, um, who lives in New England. And, you know, we got a visit from a listener who lives in Australia. That is, uh, for those of you who can't spot the United States on a world map, it's the other, go to the other side of the planet, literally, and then go south about uh, 16 hours on a plane. And you're there. Um, okay, maybe. And there's maybe time, time travel involved. involved. And there's clearly time travel involved because there's there 17 hours ahead back there. And, and I am a little bit bitter at Callum because he never, ever gives me stock tips. I beg him. I say, I just need to know, you know, is Apple going to crash today or not? You know, I need to know if I can short sell, you know, you know silver or, you know, wheat on the commodities market or something. And Callum... This proves why Calum is a better man than I am. He refuses to give me hints from the future. Because I guess it could corrupt the timeline. And, you know, so maybe it's not complete altruism on Calum's part. But, you know, it's just, it's him being a good, decent American. Frank is in Australia. Frank gave Calum a cowboy hat and a bolo tie. Yeah. <laughs> he looked good in them. Yeah, and he... That hat was sweet, by the way. Calum brought us... Um, Real chocolates. Tim Tams. Uh, some uh, Tim, Tim Tams, which, by the way, I did the straw thing that he told us about did with the you? coffee later that okay. night. I ate all five Tim Tams in, in, in one sitting. Oh, the way he gosh. described them, they're like rectangles. You bite up both corners, and with a hot cup of coffee, kind of use it to sip it through, and it melts it a little bit, makes it Yeah, it was like, they were like fudge-covered Oreos. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they're kind of like those those crispy, weird, crispy cookies you can yeah. get. Um and he made us try Vegemite, which Frank... I loved. Frank took the jar home. I, I, uh, I was fine with it. I, I thought it was kind of earthy, but it didn't repulse me in any way. No, I was very I, surprised. I finished my whole slice of bread. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to go out and import some. Yeah. But, yeah, I finished off my little... Uh, I finished off my half piece of toast, and then I finished off... Uh, uh, it was a Sage's half piece of toast and, and that was a completely voluntary thing I threw some facts Australian facts out that none of us knew and even some that Callum didn't know wow he learned something about That's his great. own country That's crazy. he gave us words that we could use 
that they use in Australia. That what's for redhead? I don't remember. It's not ginger because we use ginger. It was a orangutan. It was a, a oh, uh, a rango. rango. Rango was it rango? Ranga. 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 Bludger. Remember Bludger? <laughs> it's a lazy person. Yes. Bludger was a lazy person. Yes. Well, my my guess was a bludger would be a uh, would be a thug. I don't remember if we told him one on the air. If we told him one later, but um, I was thinking uh, that we told him one. Maybe I told him one on the way home. But we I gave him a phrase that he could use that meant something. I don't remember what it was, but his uh I guess his second to youngest daughter, which she was probably around four or five. Callum was uh, driving his wife's car. They were using his wife's car while they were in the States. And Callum said, hey, tell Frank what's so special about Grandma's car. And she looked at me and she goes, in the back seat, it has a telly. A telly. A telly. <laughs> and she said it just like that, too. It was adorable. That's awesome. See, I forgot to ask, uh, I forgot to ask the, uh, the, the Reedy family if, uh, if their cars had bonnets. What is that? That's a hood. Oh, okay. The hood's the bonnet. Everybody knows that. But they, they don't use other typical British phrases like up the apples and pears, whatever that means. I, I hope that doesn't have to be beeped out. No, I don't think that means. Yeah. <coughs> so anyway. Yeah, so we're in a we're in a state of uh, we're we're in a retrenching phase right now. I think we'll have a we'll have enough uh, equipment to cobble together for another uh, podcast. Yeah. That'll sound uh, decent. I'm next sure time. like I said, we've had four offers of mixers and we've got the one so I'm sure that we'll we'll have some stuff. All will be well. Yeah. yeah. So we're uh, let's just say we're we're down but not out. Maybe. Maybe we could say that. We might be wrong. I maybe. just wish. I just wish the listeners could hear those episodes with Callum because they were they were pretty awesome. That's probably the biggest loss because yeah. those things were. Well, you can't put a price tag on love. Can they you? were gold. They were gold. I know, and it's just I'm. And poor Callum, he was excited about coming down here recording with us. I know it. Well, I just you know he that night uh, when I was taking him home. Yeah, he was like, uh, "Don't you ever tell my wife this?" But the only reason I agreed to this trip to the states was so I could meet the three of you guys. <laughs> you need to bleep that out because he may listen to it. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Okay. He didn't say that. <laughs> no, he didn't say that at all. No, that'd be funny though. His yeah, his uh, uh, his lovely missus. Uh, they met. Um, and if you don't mind, Callum, um, go ahead and give me a call. I mean, you're 17 hours ahead, so you've got 16 hours, 59 minutes to call me and let me tell me you don't want me to uh, get the story out. But uh, his wife is from the, uh, the St. Louis area. He's never going to get tired of that joke. <laughs> the Why would I? Or the call, the call. You've got 10 minutes to call in. That's right. Well, it's, it's kind of my, it's kind of my bag, man. His wife, what? Uh, his wife uh, uh, grew up in the St. Louis area. And uh, Frank Callum has grew, five minutes before he needs to leave. Though. Callum grew up in the Australia area, and they <laughs> met at summer camps in on the coast of California. Yeah. And I never did get around to asking, how did you get from Australia to California, and why would you go from St. Louis to California? Okay, if you live in St. Louis, I understand why you'd want to go to California. But uh, so they met there, and I don't know if it's like that commercial. Have you seen the commercial uh, where the uh, uh, it's the the, the boy and the girl who are getting ready to, it's their last day of summer be, summer camp, they're getting ready to leave, and she gives him like a little bead bracelet or whatever, and then he says, oh, I made something for you too, and he's got a, it's like a, a tree stump, and he opens a tree stump up, he's put hinges on it, and on the on the top of it, he's got this incredibly intri- intricately carved, you know, it's got like eagles and pine trees, and it's got like the two of them holding hands, it says like J plus K in a heart, and it's just, it's incredibly intricate, and then on the bottom, he made her like a bracelet that was like three times as big, and he like gives that to her and goes, "See you next summer." And so I kind of, I kind of have this this thing with Callum and uh, and uh, uh, the lovely uh, the lovely misses, and um, so I just I always wonder how you meet someone when you live on the other side of the planet from them, and I guess we know how, we just don't know the why, or is it we know the why, but we're not sure about the mechanics of it or something. His but, uh, 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 his wife had a lovely. Very slight yes. accent. Yes. Australian yes. accent. Yes, Miss, uh, Miss Lisa. Uh, um, I don't know uh, how long uh, she's been over in Australia, but how could you not? I, mean, I think she said 12 years. 12 years, okay. Well, it's, I mean, 
we used to work with someone who hadn't lived in uh, Syracuse for uh, for at least twelve years, but uh, that accent was as strong as ever. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Uh, dude, uh, dude, my dude I got something for you. I gotta tell dude. you something. I, I go into the bathroom and I record myself in my own voice and make sure the accent is as strong as ever. Dude, I got something for you. I got one you're never gonna get. What was the name of Han Solo's co-pilot? <laughs> Chewbacca? Oh, you got me on that. <laughs> Scotty. Okay, uh, who was the only Syracuse basketball player to go first in the draft after only playing one year for the Orangemen? Okay, well, the answer is Carmelo Anthony. Well, they just cut the stop. So I guess we should wrap up so Frank can get to his appointment. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I am going to host a, um, a trivia contest I do every year. Give us a sample. Uh, it's something like, uh, well, what were the uh, what were the secret numbers uh, in the show Lost? Oh, and it could be, but it can be pop culture, literature, or you know, it could be like, what's the atomic weight of these three uh, of these three elements? It's meant for families and stuff like that. The city of Carrollton Public okay. Library do it. And I've been doing it for like easily five six years. Last year I didn't because I was in Germany at this time. Ah, yes. So. Uh, so they welcomed me back. I thought for sure that that gig was gone, that they'd given it to someone else. But there was such a demand for me to come back. Yes. Do you get free library rentals for you? I get free library rentals. It's great, guys. They treat me so good. I get bottled water when I walk in there. Yes. My own scratch paper and pencil. Awesome. awesome. Number two pencil? Number two. Because number one pencils, those are for chumps. Okay? Yeah. If you use a number one pencil, this is my advice to you. Rethink your life. Okay? It's not that cool. Hey, uh, next week, uh, assuming we've got real equipment, uh, um, hopefully we'll have a topic to talk about. Luck that ever stops us. But uh, I've got a lot of little tidbits I'd like to work through. Today was a day for storytelling and friendship and camaraderie and, and tales of lost loves. Next and time we record, I want to talk about World War Z and This is the End. Excellent. Oh, I saw that too. I want to tell you that you... I know a girl who peed in her pants at... War, at uh, this is this the end. end. It's the craziest movie <laughs> I've ever seen. So I need to go see this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It is literally the craziest movie I've ever seen. I, you know, I can't wait to see that. If you want to go right now when we're done recording, I will go see it again. It's hmm. worth seeing. Hmm. Anyway, give us, give us a tease. So, uh, would you like... A $149 personal tricorder. Yes. This is this is not shtick. This is for real. And potato parties. The worst kids food fad ever. Hint. It's something that happens in Korea. Hmm. June Bob. Why he never told us about potato parties. I'm disappointed in you, sir. Anyway. So that's your tease. Oh, and we also uh, talk about the life and times of the great Richard Matheson next week. Cool. Okay, maybe we don't, but Richard Matheson, you, sir, will be missed. You contributed. All right, thank you, listeners, for your patience and your generous support of this show. We really appreciate it. And I'm sorry, Callum, that nobody will ever hear those episodes. Breaks my heart. And I'm sorry, listeners, that your generous mixer donation was robbed from us. Literally. Pisses me off, but what are you going to do? You, uh, We're doing our due diligence to get it back. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe with luck it will show up. Every time I get home from running an errand or, or whatever, I, I, I go to the front door and I hope against hope that I'll see two big black suitcases sitting there like somebody had a crisis of conscience or something. That'd be great. You didn't have any kind of... Uh... There was no identification okay. in there at all, all right. so... which was really probably a mistake. But Well, or... I don't I mean, I don't know. I, I've always gone back and forth on should you label your stuff. Well, if it was stolen from in yeah. front of my house... Well, because I've got stuff... Uh, I've got stuff here in the house. Maybe I shouldn't mention this. Uh, um, but... Uh, like I've got a like a, a sterling silver serving plate, I think that uh, you know was my granddad. I wouldn't one mention point. that. And granddad, you know, back in those days, there's 15, 16 people that listen to this and yeah. know where you live. 
Well, it's only one plate, so you're not going to get much out of it. You could always strip the copper out of my air conditioner, I guess. But, uh, but the point is that uh, back in those days, Granddad used an etcher, like a little Dremel tool kind of thing. Right. And his social security number is etched onto the back of this oh, plate. No. You know? <laughs> and that wasn't the only thing. It's like, that's kind of one of the ways you, you, know, you identified yourself back then. It's like, these days, I'm not putting my, I'm not etching my social security number on anything. Yeah. So. The, um, Except for my car. You know what, uh, what? What would be kind of fun is I've heard these cases of people who, like, they find a camera or something. Yeah. And so they'll take the pictures and they'll post it. And then somehow, through the magic of the internet, people yes. reconnect Six with the camera. Yeah. I mean, th- this has happened. So maybe someone will, like, whoever gets that will listen to that show. Like, I'm sure someone will end up buying that that recorder and go, oh, there's an SD card. Let's see what's in it. They listen to us. Huh. And maybe do a little bit of footwork and get us the card back. I wouldn't. Yeah. Know, the, the internet's tell an what. amazing thing. And anyone who would buy a recorder like that yeah. obviously loves audio. And they may do it for, like, podcasts. So we don't know. And you know what? That's a good point. Because if you are listening and you did steal that stuff out of Brad's, uh, Brad's orange avalanche... Mail the cards back to us or drop them back off on somebody's porch or something. You can keep the stupid Zoom. Keep the Zoom. Keep the mixer. I'd like the mixer back, obviously. I, mean, yeah. I would like we're, to we're not idiots. it back. If you're going <laughs> to give us anything back. We'd like all that stuff back. But. If you're going to only choose one or two things to give back, give us that SD card. No kidding. I mean, geez, you could, you could tape it to a postcard and mail it for 28 cents, okay? It's not going to put you out that much. Tell you what. I'll PayPal, if you will send that thing to us, I will PayPal you the 28 cents it took to mail it, okay? Do we have a deal, people? I hope so. So, anyway. Well, there's great sadness and gnashing of teeth in, in Ooh, place, but... I gotta go, people. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Frank has to go uh, cheat some kids out of their inheritance, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to uh, we're gonna chill out. Gosh, dang it. Alright, All right. see y'all next week. Alright, bye guys. Much love, y'all. We're back! Here we are, still on the way to the Rangers game. In fact, we just left you 20 seconds ago. Uh, Through the magic of editing, it only seems like it's been an hour and a half. It's, uh... Still, we're still on the George. Yeah, we've moved about uh, three car lengths uh, since we stopped recording a few moments ago. Alright, so you heard the big sub, sub story. So... Like I said at the beginning of the of the episode, I'm using a tissue right now to dab the tears away. But listen to this. So, hmm. long story. Sh- I now there's no reason to make a long story short, Brad. We're all friends here. That's okay. I re- refresh my memory. We mentioned the fact that I went to the police station and filed a report. We did. Okay. So that was um, Sunday when we recorded what you just listened to. You might have to exit Beltline if you don't get over it. I'm not sure. I know it does squeeze down to two lanes here in a minute. All right. So Sorry for the shop truck, guys. Uh, you're the helmsman. Thank you. I, uh, it'll be my pleasure to help us find the nuclear vessels. Actually, wait a minute. I'm the, I'm the helmsman and you're the navigator. You're Sulu and I'm Chekhov. Yes. Right. Yes. Let's, uh, oh, my. Oh, my. So, okay. So, here, wait a minute. But I'm the one that the does the great Sulu impression. Well, then, how about Chekhov and Sulu switched, uh, switched jobs for the day? If we were driving in Britain... I can do this! Yes. I can do this! If we were driving in Britain, everything would be normal, and I would go... Hello, ladies. Warp one. And then I would say, oh, my. I can do this! A warp factor one! In three, two, one! Engage! That's really very good. I assume no, that's, that's, that's Anton Yelchin you're doing, yeah. not Walter Koenig. Yeah, correct. Or is it Koenig? I think it's Koenig. Okay. Whatever. Okay, yeah. here's what really Walter, happened. either way, we love you, baby. <clears throat> here's what really happened with the equipment. Monday morning, I get a phone call from the Keller Police Department. Yeah. It's my hometown. That's where I went and filed the report. Turns out that Brad in a fugue <clears throat> state had pawned it off to uh, the circus. He says... I heard that right, didn't I? I found... He says, I found one of your big black boxes... I said, no kidding. He said, come on, man. I said, where'd you find it? He said, at the end of your street. And I said, you got to be kidding me. So at this point, a a great feeling of shame and 
self-loathing wafted over me. That's too bad because I was hoping that a great feeling of, of half relief would well, wash that, over you. That was immediate. That was immediate. Okay. Okay. But it was unfortunately overshadowed by self-loathing and 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 uh, grief and embarrassment. <sighs> you know what? Because just... what this boils down to, Bill. This dumb world provides too many opportunities for self-loathing as it is. Okay, you're right. Yeah. I just, I hate to see you loathe thyself. What this boils down to is that your buddy Brad... And he is my buddy. Basically just a big dumbass. And... No, no, we... No, no, Okay, no, 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 they heard this. Okay. This is what happened. People don't know the entire story. No, they do. Well, but... I've spelled it out. But no, they don't know that, that you realized it was gone... You called back and had your, your your lovely parental units go take a look for it, and then like eighteen other people. No, we you're, mentioned you're all probably, this. You're just cold calling at one point. We mentioned all this, right? But what happened was that the police got to the box before you had a chance to get your parents and the other eighteen strangers on the case. Right. So there was it, it wasn't your fault because no, the there was never a chance for you to have found it. No, I, on your own. You're right, and it, it happened. He just happened to come off, come upon it shortly after it fell out of the back of my truck. But the part that that embarrasses me, that makes me feel stupid, okay. is that I probably left the tailgate open when I pulled the six foot table out, and I never shut it. This is probably what this means. And I, I took the table yeah. in. I took the table in. Okay. I went out back to the car a few minutes later, having done a couple of things since bringing the table in, and it never occurred to me, go shut your tailgate, you big dummy. So what this means is that the boxes fell out of my truck. Luckily, the one with the mixer, the one that the listeners, lovely listeners bought us. Yes, and thank you again for it. It is, it's nice, and it feels good. Uh, It was in the black box, along with... Uh, actually, the microphone that I use. So oh, we did, really? Yeah, we did recover one mic and one oh, mic cable. Okay, good. The label good. maker that I always carry in there, and the big long extension cord. So you're saying I blew eight bucks on connectors I didn't need to then? Nope. You can always use money? an extra cable. Hey, money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> what we ha- what? <coughs> be a lot cooler if it did. He only found the one, and that probably means somebody else found the other one. Hmm. In a different part of the yeah. street or down the way a mile or something yeah so so the mixer is safe it works i plugged it in oh good good nothing was damaged it was a heavy box yeah with those two heavy clamps on it and it was padded on the inside yeah egg crate stuff it's a nice yeah it's a padded it's a padded kind of pelican type case and (laughs) then the 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 mixer itself is kind of wedged in there nice and snugly so it wasn't gonna jostle and bump around and all that so that's great that you got one of the mics back. I got a mic back. I got that label maker that I had bought a long time ago. What we're missing is uh, three other mics. Okay. Uh, three mic cables. Two of which were like the two of which of each of those were like the one that we still have. Yeah. And then one was a. Do you know what kind of older? Do you know what kind of mics uh, those those are or were? I don't remember. Are? I never. Okay. I don't recall right off the top Because um, I, I decided to finally contribute something to the show. It's It's been like five, six, it's been like six years now. It's about so time. So I figured it's time. You know, it's time. I've been saving up. Um, you know, I I, uh, I turned in all my uh, uh, my green stamps, and yeah. uh, I was able to redeem them for uh, a couple of um, lovely Audio-Technica M4000S mics at uh, Guitar Center. Cool. And uh, by the way, um, okay, Probably anybody listening, the sale will be over. So sorry um, that uh, it's a drag to be you at this point. But uh, these mics list for anywhere between a hundred and two hundred dollars, depending on you. what site. Nineteen bucks. What? I'm not kidding. They the the sale circular that I saw online a couple days before it was supposed to be there. I mean, I, I called up and I said, "Is this deal for real? Do you have these in stock in the store?" The day I saw it, and uh, the the guy at the store said. There's been a mistake. What you're seeing is the 4th of July sale prices, and they're not supposed to be published yet. They're not supposed to be published for like two more days because it was said, Saturday. That's not my problem, Jack. Well, you know what? I, I said uh, uh, he was. I was cool to him. He was cool to me. He said, tell you what, let me go talk to my manager, and I'll see if there's any way, because uh, uh, they did have them in stock. He said, let me see if there's any way I can slide them to you today. 
And I said, that'd be great. So I waited for a couple minutes. He comes back and said, I'm sorry, but the computer, yeah, you heard it right. The computer won't let the humans conduct business. Right, no, that's how it is nowadays, man. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I know how it is. I mean, it's just, I get it, but... At the movie theater? You know, but you just know, once again... Computer deal? Yeah. One, Sorry, I can't, I can't do what you're asking. Yeah, Why but, not? Yeah, but just let us sink in for a minute that the computer right. won't let the humans do what the humans want to do. This is Skynet in its infancy. Brother, you are not kidding. I mean, that's a whole <laughs> other episode we're, uh, we're, we're spinning off into. Um, but, uh, so he said, he said, well, I can, I can, I'll put a hold on him. You know, I'll, I'll grab a pair of them. I'll put a hold on them and come in Monday. And I said, no sweat. I'll see you Monday at uh, lunch. Uh, my lunch is from like one to two o'clock. Which guitar center did you it was the one at 635 in Midway. Oh, um, that's not that horrible. No, from where I from where I work, it's just a few miles over. The only problem is 635 has been in a state of massive, oh, gosh. massive re, reconstruction, whatever you call it, for like a year or two now. And it's going to be that way for another few years. So it's a mess. Yeah. Much like um, um, Zach Galifianakis and the campaign. It's, it's a mess. A mess. That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> so you got those mics. That's awesome. So I went over to Guitar Center and I said, "Hey, uh, I'm looking for a Conrad or a Carter." Or somebody goes, "Oh, uh, you mean it was another guy's name?" And I go, "Yeah, that was it. Thank you." That guy goes, "Hey, uh, you must be Bill." I go, "Yes, thank you." He goes, "Okay." I'll go get the mics. He brings back an entire box. I mean, like a case full of mics. Like there must've been 30 or 40 of them in there and I'm salivating over them. And he goes, he goes, by the way, it's even better. Um, the, the original deal was, uh, instead of 99 bucks for a mic, it was 49 99 or 95 for the mic. Buy one, get one free. Wow. So two mics for 50 bucks. That's 200 bucks worth of mics right there. And I'm going score guy says it's even better right now uh the sale is actually they're 1995 a piece or 1990 yeah, or whatever i wish you'd called me i would have said buy four of them well i i thought about it I, I i honestly thought about buying a third one but i just i don't i didn't have the money and yeah. um uh is that and sale I, I thought still about going on yeah it is it's going on through like the fifth or the seventh or something it's going go on through fourth of july i'm gonna go tomorrow um awesome um so I ended up getting a pair of them. I bought, uh, oh, I bought those uh, uh, connectors. Um, some lovely new tech, uh, oh, dang it, what's the name of the brand? But, you buy them there? <laughs> uh, I bought the connectors at um, at the Guitar Center. And the, it turns out that the uh, the connectors are the exact same ones we use at work, i.e. they're top of the line. Okay. So I feel really good about it. And I got myself, uh, so we've, we've got uh, two five foot, uh, two brand new five foot cables that I made myself did you test them with a solder iron yes uh oh and i tested the heck out of them and let me tell you what perfection yeah uh, awesome. perfection 0. 0.00 homage resistance wow. on those things well we're gonna label them because oh, when yeah. they start going bad i want to be able to call you on it. well i made a couple of them um uh i made a couple of 50 footers uh last week for work and uh, I was talking to uh, the, the the full-time A2, John, and um, I said, yeah, by the way, he wasn't he wasn't there that day. I said, by the way, Friday, I made two 50-foot cables and put them on the wall because we kind of needed them. And uh, he goes, great. Uh, do they work? So a little deja vu there. And um, I looked at John and I said, John, until they break, they work perfectly. <laughs> and he chuckled and we I smiled quietly to myself. And, uh, yeah. I said it's hotter than a monkey's bum in here. So we got our mixer back. We're, we don't have the the Zoom H2, which has the, the two episodes with Cal and Reedy. That's still gone. Three or four microphones are gone. About three microphones are gone. Uh, various cables and jacks. and oh, Don't forget Magic Jack. Um, I'm not sure if Magic Jack is in that or if it's in my own bag. Uh, I, I think okay. it was in... I don't think it's okay. in my bag. Well, dang it. Yeah. Because I'll trade you a Magic Jack for a uh, for an SD chip that has the two shows to do with the great Callum Reavy. Time travel. And his himself. lovely family. <coughs> so and I do mean lovely. I'm even, just embarrassed. Even if they are half American. This whole thing has made me uh, question my sanity because you heard me talking about it earlier. I was 100% certain 
that nothing could have fallen out of the back of the truck. I, when I stopped at the quick trip and saw the tailgate open, everything was in there except for the, the podcast equipment. Well, I could vouch for this. The 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 bed, that, that rubber corrugated mat is it's thick and it's sticky and it's rubbery. And no, things do not go sliding around back there. You could so, put a toddler in there, I, leave the tailgate open, and do donuts in the parking lot. Right. And when you're done, he would still be sitting there. Yeah. And, Maybe covered in vomit at that point, but he'd well, still be in the back of the truck. And and you know what? Frankly, the ride in this truck is so smooth that a rabbi could perform a circumcision back there, no problem. <laughs> so, I love I, the old I, references that you pull up every once in a while. I think they're awesome. Thank you. Um... So, I mean, I don't know, you must have hit, you know, my, my earlier theory that you must have hit a hobo. Yeah. You know, just, just bounce those suckers right out the back well, of it. Or, you know, or there's some railroad tracks that you hit at like 75 miles an hour. I don't know what, it was something happened. So, obviously, fates conspired against us, and then fates felt bad about it. They said, we'll give you half your junk back at least. You know, I think, I think deep down inside, I... I knew that the possibility that I just left the tailgate open was so great that it was so hard for me to admit out loud. You know, I, I, the fact remains, I'm not 100% sure what happened. I could have left the tailgate open. It could have come open. Yes. Because it did, in fact, come open a couple weeks ago when I tugged on it. Yeah. So that possibility is still there. But my my gut instinct tells me that I'm probably just getting old and forgot to shut the thing. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I still think it's also, you know, don't come, you know, be too hard on yourself. I still think it's a realistic possibility that Russian mobsters took it out of the back of your car at the South Lake Town Center and just coincidentally, as they opened it up, went and just kind of threw it out their car on the side of the road. It just happened to be down the street from your house. Possible. And I appreciate your support. So, the reason this episode is late is because I was going to publish it one. I was in the middle of editing 328 for publishing on Monday morning. That's when I got the phone call from the yeah, police department. You you would not believe how many curse words of mine he has to edit out every week. It's, it's, it's really personally embarrassing. So I got on the horn with Frank and Bill, and I said, look, I think this is what we should do. We'll record something on our way to the Ranger game to explain the situation. I got, like I said, we got several offers for mixers and stuff. We even got one from, from, uh, you know, a show of support from uh, Captain Sequential Kyle Scroggins really? on, on the Twitter. He said, "Don't worry, we'll buy you another one." But Hello, Kyle. I immediately called him or texted him and said, "Look, I, we found the thing." Oh, that's cool. So, but, so again, okay, we need thirty west. Yes. Exit one mile. I can't remember if it's a left hand or a right hand. Yeah, I don't know. It should say left exit, so I would assume. I think right. Dallas exits first. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that explains why it's late because I wanted to hang on for this to tack this on the other each side of the meet that we recorded two days ago. Color me embarrassed, but also color me thankful and sad at the same time because I'm I'm grateful that we got the mixer back. That's you know 250 bucks that the listeners paid for. Yeah. That's wonderful that we have it. It just sickens me to know that people probably will never hear the Callan Reavy episodes. And I think eh. that, I think I bought that Zoom with, with my own money a long time ago because I wanted one for myself, but I, I've just been using it for the show. So I'm not going to accept any, if it never shows up, I'm not going to accept any donations or anything to replace it because... I bought it for me, yeah. and I've just been using it for the show. So, and we've got other methods of recording, and I mean, some we, other good news is I think I may be I may be going back to work full time soon. So, woof, 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 yeah, woof. when that happens, I'll pick up another Zoom, and um, <clears throat> I'm just I've run through this gamut of emotions, you know, in the last three to four days that have just I think I've lost a couple of pounds from the stress. Yeah, it's so, never good. Anyway, we're back. We're functioning. We're actually going to record uh, this coming Monday night, so the episode will be a day late, uh, which is better than this one, which is three days late, I guess. Two days yeah. late, I guess. But anyways, thank you, everyone, for your support and kind words. And um, I don't want to take... Uh, 
360. I want to keep going straight. You do not want to take 360. Keep going. I want going. to go straight. Yeah. 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 I've wanna... only done this way to Texas Stadium. Oh, man. Or you go forward. Or never go straight. I've only been. I've only come down 360 from the north to the south. Right. Yeah, yeah, back in the old days, that way. Yeah, we get up at Brown and kind of wind See that, our way. That is the most ride? insane, stupid ass ride there ever. Is, there is people no are crazy. Way, there is no way you would ever get me on that ride. That is, I, I just that it makes me nervous. That's one of those where okay, it's, it's, it's Wings herself mm-hmm. came to me and said, "Brad, I'll hang out with you yeah. for the whole entire weekend if you'll wow. go on this ride with me." I'm gonna oh say, "Sigourney, I love you, but." You know, I'll shake your hand now and say my goodbyes because yeah, there's no I, way I'm getting on that. I'm with you. I don't even know if Oklahoma's own Olivia Munn could get me on that ride. Oh, my goodness. And she, like this, she could get me to do just about anything else. It's like a half a mile tall. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's that ride where you're on you're on regular swing. with the chain. But the chains are like 30 feet long, and then it kind of spins in a circle, and so you kind of, stripping force pushes you out. Right. But you know, you're like 10 feet off the ground most yeah, of the no time. Yeah, no big deal. You just on get a little one, road rash if yeah, you fall off that right. one. On that one, you go up a tower that looks like it's about 10 stories tall, and so yeah. you're about 100 feet in the air, swinging around wildly, and yeah, I think I would puke. Not me. I would puke. Not me. Uh, I would I'd quite possibly pass out too. I'd probably soil myself first. I don't like heights, and I haven't for a long time, and I don't expect that I ever will. So uh, yeah, that just the thought just makes me want to puke. Yeah, it scares me. <laughs> All right, listeners, we'll uh, we'll see you next right. week. Oh, and that was our review of uh, Six Flags, also. So please enjoy that. Uh, enjoy your summer, people. I think next week I want to talk about which way. Uh, this, uh, way. this way. Take I want to talk about. Um, World War Z and this is the end. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we've got some things to discuss there, don't we? Yep. Alright. Kind, gentle, strong listener. That's your tease for next week, so. As my grandfather would say, we talk to you. <laughs>